your nose. Yeah. Powder that, that nose up. I'm on that 45 program. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's good? It's your boy, Stop 706, this committee podcast. We have uh, El Chapa, Marcus Sniffles, and whatever Adolphus is calling itself today. What is good? Hola. What up? What up? Uh, in honor of Black Panther, I'm just going to say, Wala Wotako. That is Ugandan for what's up. I mean, the movie is in Wakanda, which is a fictional African country. So, you know what? I, I, I don't, I don't understand the the purpose of that, but <laughs> that's that's cool. I liked it. Yes, I, I studied all week for that. Thank you. I could tell you rehearsed it. I think it was great. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Of course. Uh, I think I'm still love Killer Trey, and I don't know what my other name is, but thank y'all. Yeah. So. Thank y'all for listening. So we're gonna jump right into it. Uh, on the Twitter this week, I saw a very disturbing story that I am going to report to my local PETA agency. There is a young white woman <laughs> who had a, I guess, a comfort animal with her to take on her flight to wherever she was going. Now, typically, comfort pets will be like they're usually dogs for the most part at airports or like blind dogs. So. I guess she has some anxiety linked with her flying, so she had a comfort animal. She takes on flights to keep her calm, you know? So, you know, she's calm, everybody's around her is calm, the flight goes well. So her comfort animal happened to be a hamster. So the good folks at Spirit Airlines was like, nah, bro, we're not, you're not bringing no hamster on the flight. So I'm just going to say, assume that she begged and pleaded. And at the end of the day, they were like, under no circumstances are you getting on this plane with a hamster. So... Unfortunately, according to the story, I don't know if she did this or the airline did this, but she flushed her hamster down the toilet. Yeah. So apparently white privilege has its limits and it is getting a hamster on a plane and not having to murder it pre-flight. So I, I want to hear y'all's thoughts on that. Isn't can't you just put a hamster up your butt or something like that and just come on the plane? <laughs> is that, is, is, can is you that, what? Isn't that That's, a thing? Like just stuff it up there and just like that's called bestiality. Is that Nettie Professor? Or? I'm just saying, <laughs> hey, all, all hamsters matter, okay? We can't have hamsters out here dying in the streets like this. We need to, so, to write and get in the streets for this hamster. I'm confused. Was, did they make her flush him at the airport or on the airplane? Like, did she already get him on the plane and then they caught it? I'm going to say they had her on the plane because most... Potentially, if it was off the plane, she'd probably be like, I'm not going to fly. But once you're on the plane, they're not going to deboard the plane because you were retarded and brought a hamster on the, on the flight. So for the purpose of the story, she flushed it down the uh, airport toilet. The one on the plane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The airplane. One on the plane. airplane. That, is, that is just flat out ridiculous. I mean, it, it's a freaking hamster. Now, I can see, I remember what, a month ago, remember the Comfort Peacock, like, I could see if it was that, then yeah, you just throw his ass overboard. But it's a hamster for crying out loud. It's like two inches big, maybe two pounds. Like, come on, you bro! What kind of hamster is two pounds, bro? What the hell? No, I a just pound and a half. <laughs> maybe sixteen ounces, maybe 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 eight ounces. I don't know. Something with this story just doesn't sit well with me. Um, it's just it just seems very extreme, like. So I've flown Spirit before and have my fair share of headaches with them. And I've flown with my son, Derek Jeter, my puppy. And Lame. 
Shut up. And they're very much aren't it when it comes to like pets on board and things like that. So for example, at the gate, they kind of waved, um, waved my pet feet. So that I bet. But on the plane, they're like, wait a second, you got an animal. And we were already bored, like the doors closed and everything. So they're like, where's this paperwork? And I'm like, uh, right, because I don't have paper. I'm like, well, they oh, waved wow. it. And then they were just kind of like, well, because and I've flown with them with him with paperwork before. So I know what they were referencing. Like they get their own ticket. And they keep track of that on the flight. So when you have an animal that's on board that's not accounted for, they could get in huge trouble. You know what I mean? Like, that's a federal offense, essentially. So I explained the situation, and they were like, oh, okay, cool, blah, 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 um, circum- you know, special circumstances. And then I was fine. So I say that because my dog essentially was not paid for it, but then actually he was accounted for. I just didn't have a ticket for him. So now this girl comes in and she sneaks her gerbil on the plane and they're just going to make her flush in. That doesn't make sense to me because they weren't going to make me fucking flush Jeter. You know what I mean? They weren't going to like, oh, you got to get him off the plane, send him out the window. Like, that doesn't make sense. Well, <clears throat> a lot of things don't make sense, but she had to murder her hamster. So we got that. I don't think they made Peter. her. They made her murder her hamster. We're going to at Peter. We're going to get the get to the bottom of the story. And uh, we're, we're going to definitely... Uh, Figure this out because it's unacceptable. Um, hashtag all hamster lives matter. This is ridiculous. It's a travesty, especially during Black History Month with Black Panther release, and we cannot have our our brown our brown hamsters being murdered in the airlines like this. This is disgusting. It's despicable. I can't stand you. I guarantee you that that was a, a brown or black hamster. That was not a white <laughs> hamster that died on that airline. Hey. <clears throat> So uh, we need to get a, a R.I.P. T-shirt, you know, with some uh, superimposed doves flying and angel wings, maybe some bright lights, and uh, definitely pour out a little liquor for the homie uh, R.I.P. Law Hamster. So moving on, it is February. It's Black History Month. Shout out to everybody, Black, Brown, Purple, who celebrates Black History Month and Black Excellence. Definitely should celebrate it every day of the year because Black Excellence is every day, not just one month. But off that, we're going to talk about a. Uh, the, the fake holiday that comes up once a year in February, which is Valentine's Day. You can check my Twitter at South 706 I definitely retweeted that Valentine's Day is a fake holiday, and we all need to respect this. Uh, before I get into the kind of the meat and potatoes of this, do y'all or have y'all celebrated Valentine's Day? And uh, I guess what's the most you've spent or the most uh, exuberant Valentine's Day you've had? Uh, let's keep it PG, Adolphus. We, we know that you live a very vile, <laughs> vulgar lifestyle. Um, I haven't had sex in like three weeks. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. Gosh. <laughs> little personal. Just saying, I'm pretty sure two people here have got in the last few days. So let's talk about vile and vulgar. Thank you. Medium stakes. Free to medium stake. Yes. Um, For me, the most I've spent on Valentine's Day, probably about $200. Me, I actually kind of like Valentine's Day. 200 American dollars? Yeah, 200 American dollars a couple of years ago. Um, I actually like Valentine's Day. I, I love giving people's gifts. I love the smiles that you're able to put on their faces. Like, it's really, no, it's not tricking. Like, I really do like to spoil women. And that's Good. like the quality for me. Like, I get to buy them all sorts of stuff. I get to show how good my listening skills are. Um, we get to try out new things such as maybe new fragrances. Um, I get to go buy bags and purses. Like I can really be the man that I've always wanted to be. Are the well, DMs open? Are the DMs are the open? DMs. <laughs> are they open? Because I feel like there's some ladies out there listening. There's like, yo, 
I'm saying there's a couple I'm ladies out there that might be looking. No, I'm not. My my DMs are permanently closed. Thank Damn. Damn. I don't know how to operate DMs. Damn. Hmm. Sorry, ladies. I could teach you. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a few things. Um. Hey, yo. All right. Uh, Miss uh, Miss Chapa, what, what about your uh, uh, your Vita um, experiences? Honestly, I haven't I haven't had the best of luck with Valentine's Day. So, nah. So you, you've <laughs> never been you've never been wine and dine, taking out to dinner, buying um, an expensive purse. Bag, I haven't earring. had like the greatest Valentine's experience. I'm either single or I'm dating, but it's just like blah, and it just wasn't the greatest Valentine's. We gotta get we gotta get we we gotta get someone to fly you out this Valentine's Day. It's fly it's yeah. fly out season. Get flown out. Fly out season. You gotta yeah. put them. You gotta put them airplanes in your in your bio. <laughs> <Let them know. laughs> <laughs> Anybody out there? There's a couple. By time this drops, will be a couple days left for Valentine's Day. If you want to slide her DMs, if you're in the, the local oh, uh, New York, New Jersey area, yeah, or even if you're baller, if you want to fly her out for the for the night for the evening, and you know, why you like, why you sound like you're buying me? I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> we're just. <laughs> she she's available. <laughs> she's available for uh, just DM me and I'll set it up. <laughs> I'll give you all the details. To, uh... I'm so mad by how real that sounded like a plane. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all hear that? Oh, I'm just saying. So, well, Sex I guess... trafficking is a crime. It's not a big crime. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking um, hate you. So, okay, well, let, let me flip the question then. If, if you could have an ideal Valentine's Day, what, what would be your fantasy Valentine's Day uh, experience? Um... I don't know. That's such a cheesy question. It's I'm not really a huge. Not. It is. So, like, I don't know. I don't like the idea of only showing appreciation for somebody on Valentine's Day. I feel like the ones that are more meaningful is like those random fucking Tuesdays and there's flowers at my desk. Like, those to me mean a lot more than flowers on Valentine's Day. Not that they're not, not nice, but yeah. Mm. Okay, well, thanks for ruining that, that little <laughs> bit. You, you're supposed to say that you wanted to. Uh, be picked up in a uh, Italy coupe, uh, driven to a five-star restaurant, valet parking, or the red carpet out. Two hundred dollar date. No, no, no. Two hundred dollar entree. Yes. You know, crystal. <laughs> yes. Um, Sounds like Morton's. Fine wine, jury. Y'all are not ju- women. Some jury put on. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know. That's the, so materialistic. It, have you ever been on Instagram? That's the point of Valentine's Yeah, Day. exactly. That's, That's why it's a point. fake holiday. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got the... Uh, I'm sure that your significant other... The honeymoon penthouse something, Right? For Valentine's Day. Like, I would I would appreciate it to be something like... I don't know. Like, if you were paying attention to things that I said in the past that I wanted to do. Or, like, how I always talk about my bucket list, things I want to accomplish. So, come Valentine's Day, you actually surprise me with me actually walking to Brooklyn Bridge or something like that, incorporating that into our night together or something like that. I think that would be more meaningful. That's why whenever I'm talking to women, I always like jot down a list of things that they say they like because people drop like subliminal hints about things that they like. And then I just try to, you know, get those things. Like I know somebody, they'll they'll like, oh, let's go to Pandora real quick, and then they'll look at a bunch of stuff, and then I'll take mental notes, go home and write it down. Like, okay, she looked at this, 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 and try to get it done. But um, if it was me, my ideal Valentine's Day uh, would be me 
in a nice five-star hotel eating green grapes off a woman's ass cheeks. That would be perfect Valentine's Day. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Grapes, though? Grapes. I, I feel like your perfect Valentine's Day would be like that one scene out of... Uh, Ooh, what is that movie? The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh God! <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie, it's a great movie. I think Leonardo DiCaprio should have won an Oscar for that performance. But he should have. Yeah, within the first, uh, let's say, ten minutes, you'll know what scene I'm talking about. That involves uh, cocaine and probably a prostitute. I feel that more would actually depict a Mr. Savage's Valentine's Day fantasy. Um, <clears throat> myself. I'm a simple Christian man. I don't I don't need much. I mean, um, we can open up the book of Leviticus and <laughs> read some some good scriptures and, and write and take notes and you know, sit sit across the table and reflect and uh really dive deep into the word, you know, go to bed at about eight thirty-five. Um, you know, things of that nature. Nothing nothing too extravagant, you know. Maybe some sparkling water. Maybe drop Ooh. a maybe drop a, a split of strawberry, you know, give some extra flavor, some zest. But um, I'm pretty simple. What about you, uh, Mr. Sniffles? Uh, I think the most extravagant thing I ever did for Valentine's Day was like uh, a couple years out of high school. Took my girlfriend to like a hotel, like dinner in a hotel room. That's pretty much the most I, I've done. Like I haven't spent nothing crazy on jewelry, but. Yeah, just a, a hotel for the night and dinner. But I was I was poor, so it wasn't the <laughs> nicest. It wasn't the nicest of hotels. Man, you're a pervert. <laughs> might have been might have been a motel. I don't know. <laughs> it was, it, the struggle was real it's back the then. Thought. It's the thought. Yeah, you know, I mean, there, I didn't really. I have, mean, you say that until roaches are crawling around your feet hey. and <laughs> stuff like that. Then you're like, yo, my, my G. Hey, shout out to Roadway Inn on that one. Shout out to Roadway Inn. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, back at that in the, at that time, I didn't I didn't have much to offer the ladies. I wasn't an established young gentleman as I am now. All I had was like, "Hey, let's go to Ruby Tuesdays and come back to the hotel room." <laughs> that's, that's about it. That's all I yeah. had. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So that that was our. Well, at the end of the day, Valentine's Day is a fake holiday. You celebrate your you're a sellout, and you might be a coon. So uh, definitely revolt oh my on gosh. Valentine's Day. Whatever money you're going to take uh, and spend on fake gifts that are overpriced and marketed to you to make your woman or man happy, just take it and buy something and make yourself happy. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag self-love. Sticking with the relationship tip, uh, we saw a picture. I don't know where this came from. And uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, it talks about the seven types of singles. So even if you're not single or if you're currently in a relationship, at some point, you have been single. So I'm going to run through the seven types. We're going to kind of talk about some of them, see which ones relate potentially, or or maybe you've seen incidences of this or examples of this. So the first one's going to be number one, temporarily single, actively seeking a partner and in-between relationships. Number two, recently divorced slash widowed, recovering from loss that's not ready for a relationship. Passive single. Wants a relationship, but not actively seeking a partner. Busy distracted single. Absorbed in being single. Oh, shit. I can't read. Absorbed in being single parent, career, school, etc. And doesn't Death have cat. time. 
or desire for, <laughs> for a partner. You knew I was coming. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, the words are mass small in this. Frustrated single. Wants a partner, not able to find one, and gives up. Single but not available. Self-perception of being single and desires a lasting relationship, but hooking up to get needs met. And last, single by choice. No desire for a partner. Being single is a conscious, permanent lifestyle choice for many reasons, including loner, celibate slash asexual, financial reasons, health, spiritual, religious, <laughs> bro, this is out of control. Oh my goodness gracious. So yeah, uh, I, I three of these, at least two of these have no shot. Two of these need just like, like single by choice and busy distracted single. I wouldn't even mess with those people if I was uh, single. Oh, uh, what are y'all's thoughts on that? Have you encountered any of those people? Does this apply to anybody on this podcast? Maybe <laughs> one or four of these, possibly. Uh, like, what are y'all's takes? I think it definitely applies to everybody. I think it depends on where you are in life. Like, there's times where you're just so caught up and focused on your work that you don't have time to date or anything so like that. You distract it. Yeah, but then that's like a phase. Eventually, you're gonna get over that shit. So, well, no, I've heard that a lot of uh, I think this is a problem or a stereotype with black women in uh, certain areas. Like they are really career driven, like and Molly and Insecure. There you Fish. go. Good. Yeah, yeah, but she, but she's like she's number six. She's busy, distracted. Mm. She's busy, distracted. I would say frustrated single and then single but not available because she so can you you think you could be more than one yeah 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 definitely definitely like uh shit Issa fell into a couple of these temporarily single um frustrated single single but not available yeah i kind of think five and six um single but not available and busy distracted single are kind of one and the same in my opinion yeah. Well, and, and that's what I think that's with some black women. They want to be they're so career driven. And this is one of the one of those gripes they had. I've heard this a couple of times where they're like, oh, I can't find a man or whatever. But they, you know, work 60 hour work weeks trying to, uh, you know, climb the corporate ladder, per se. But then again, like when they find men, some men feel intimidated by their success. I've heard stories like that's that true. from women that are like, for example, doctors or lawyers or other business professionals or they can't find a man that is you know i guess up to their standard whatever that may be uh, I, I always see this uh this debate on twitter about uh the whole height thing it's just stupid like all that stuff is retarded but yeah this is definitely uh, applicable to everybody you know if you listen to this what you know, was number four again Number four was passive single. Once a relationship, but not actively seeking a partner. So that's yeah, yeah, that's me. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. It, it depends on your situation. Like if you're about to switch jobs or move around a little bit, or yeah, I guess that can make sense if you were, you know, maybe you're about to graduate college and you're like, hey, you know, once I graduate, I might get a job in a different state or city. So I do want a relationship, but I'm not really trying to you know, dig in too deep. But at the same time, that can turn into single but not available too, four and five. Because you're single, but you're not able to be available because of your, your current situation. But you still, you still could be 
quote unquote, as the kids say, hooking up to get your knees met. So yes. that is that is interesting. So uh, definitely, if you wow, uh, what? Don't act like y'all don't know. Um, what for are you me, whispering? No, no, no. I said plenty of fish. Uh, let's oh. not act like everybody on here doesn't uh, look around at plenty of fish. Uh, that's one of my favorite. I've never done it. I know what, what it is, but I've never done it. Yeah. Maybe you should. No, you should. Where it's at. No, I don't know. But I liked plenty of fish. Um, when I was single, because I, I don't ever know my status anymore. So I get broke up with, hooked back up with, who knows. But whenever I do be, whenever I am again officially single, I like to take a good six months off in between relationships, become unavailable, but then swoop down to plenty of fish and just kind of see what's up here and there. Um, the one thing I did want to touch on, that height thing is total BS. I understand me being 6'1". It's kind of, you know... 5'11 and three quarters. Okay, I'm 6'1". Clear, you know that. <laughs> anyway, like I said, like I have, a, I have a friend who's been on this podcast, Shayla. She had dated a guy and like he was a perfect guy, but she... She was griping about he's five two, and I'm like, if he's the perfect guy, who cares? Like it's it's not like we're in some height competition. Like you're by the people that discriminate against certain people, you're limiting your options. I know some guys that are like, hey, I don't want this type of girl or or that type of girl, and it's like all trivial things or girls that okay, this guy has to be a man in uniform and six two or. Something like that. It's just all ridiculous. I remember I went on a date with a girl and she attempted to call me a catfish because I wasn't as big as I was on my older pictures. She wanted a husky guy. And, you know, I got down to like 210-ish then. And she called me a catfish saying I wasn't as big as I used to be. And I'm like, what difference does it make? If you like me from plenty of fish for my personality then my personality should reign supreme, supreme, not my weight or if I have a beard or not, or if I have hair or, you know, like just silly stuff, man. I feel I, like I she was body shaming you. She, yeah, was. she was. Because I'm not husky. Who the hell wants to be called husky? I'm a grown man. I'm pretty sure there's a website for women that want husky guys. Yeah, that's, that's like a fetish. <laughs> pretty sure that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't I, like her. Yeah, I, I know women have the thing where about, you know, they'll only date uh, men at a certain height, but let's let's not act like dudes don't have the same kind of thing. Like you know, like if a, if a six five woman tried to hit on you, you'd be like, eh, "Hey, basketball dream, straight up, boom." Before, before That's I what met, before I met the the yes. woman, I'm I, I always like taller girls because you know I am thinking about you know sports and different things like that, and then I kind of like the the tall women. Like there was this girl in school. Uh, Keisha Alexander, man, she was bad. Six four, shoot. Well, yeah, but at the same time, when you did a guy who say I did a guy who was like a little bit taller than me, not that much. So to most girls, he was still like short. And I'm like whatever. So example, like when I wear my heels, I was taller than him. But that was another thing. Like he had that whole short man's complex where it's like he didn't really want me to wear heels and shit. And it's just kind of like, what the fuck? I'm with you. You know, like what does it matter? Exactly. It, it is a thing, but I mean, dudes got egos, man. Like, I'm not gonna sit here in front, like, you know, if some six six woman was hitting on me, 
I wouldn't be intimidated by that because that's that's my male ego because it's like man, I want to be I don't want to be standing next to some woman and I'm like a foot sh- you know shorter than her that and when she's in heels man, that's the thing that men deal with and I think that's it's fair for women to say like hey I don't want to do that shorter than me because it's one of those you know you want to feel protected you want to be by a man that can hold it down if something goes wrong and if you're standing by a dude that's five three. You know what I'm saying? You don't really feel that safe around him in public. I think it's fair. I mean, if it's like he's got to be exactly six foot, then, yeah, you, okay, whatever. But I can understand him being like, yo, I can't be next to no El Breezy type looking nigga. Oh, wow. If you 5'3 and you would do and you dating a chick that's like 5'11, as long as you got a pistol, that's all that matters, dog. Don't worry about what these haters think. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the, the, the good brothers that are under <laughs> six feet. Shout out to El Breezy. Leave El Breezy Hold it down for the five, four, and below dudes. No <laughs> uh, comment. He's so rude. I mean, but he, but, he's still back there laughing, too. Like, he is. He's despicable. Like he's dying by himself. <laughs> he's dying. Yeah. <laughs> So, My bad. <laughs> if you fall into one of those types, you want to chop it up. Just add us on Twitter. You can add me at South Korea Seven Six. I'm always ready to chop it up. But but continuing with the theme, you know, going with Valentine's Day, you, you have the you have the the word love that's uh, sometimes tossed around. You know, willy nilly. You know, some some guys say it, don't really mean it. You know, use it as a weapon to, uh, you know. Uh, Kid, kid, uh, let's see how I can wear this in the most Christian way possible. No, meeks. just say it. They're meeks. They're they, meeks. They, 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 they want to, you know, get women alone for private prayer sessions. You know what I mean? But uh, so the definition of love per uh, my internet says an intense feeling of deep affection. Um, yeah. So everybody's definition of love is different. Uh, there's really no correct answer. You know, Webster has have a definition just for, I guess, spelling bee purposes. But uh, we'll, we'll start with uh, Mr. Savage. What is your definition of love? What do you, what do you think about the whole, the whole concept? I mean, um, well, first, I want to give a shout out to Music Soul Child. He made a beautiful song, uh, Show Me How to Love and the song Love. Um, teach me, me how to love. Teach me how to love. I'm sorry. I, I told you I was going to show up drunk. And I, I thought you were talking, talking about the other song. Yeah, love. And then it's teach me how to love. Uh, but um, Keisha Cole, that, too. Yeah, yeah. He's, well, well yeah, whatever. Um, love is something so beautiful. It's something so pure. And I kind of feel like sometimes uh, us as guys, we often take this stuff for granted. You know, like, I, I know one of my, tactics that i use is I, I i i rush women into saying that they love me so then i can turn around and have them to double back so i can easily sicko i i do do that like i i pull that card out real quick I, do you love me? i do just missed me? it you, love me? I, you have to do that to win the game but love if it's in its purest form it's so beautiful it's it's trust it's teamwork it's admiration for one another it's marriage. It's it's everything that you live for in life. And I mean, some people on this podcast are lucky to have found love. And then some of us like me, you know, you're just still searching. So shout out to y'all niggas. I'm, I'm going to take a break. Wow. 
apparently uh, Mr. Savage is a bit emotional today. That was today. deep. Oh, I'm so yeah, don't, sorry. Don't, 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 don't buy into this bullshit. Don't. <laughs> whoa, 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 what are you talking about? I, I'm over here telling the I truth. Know, I, I know how Mr. Savage. I just felt that. Pouring his heart out. I am. That I'm a Pisces. I don't know. Oh, that's true. Spell, you you know, he's a Pisces. You can't even spell Pisces, Pisces, bro. Yes, I can. Two of us on this podcast are Pisces. I don't speak Spanish. Anyways, uh, M- Mr. Sniffles, what, what would you say? You. <laughs> I hate him so much. Oh, man. Lo- love is a, is a very complicated thing to, to explain because it's, 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 it can be hard to put into words. It's mostly a feeling. And, and for me, it's, it's like when you hear a great love song and that feeling you get and the person you think of that comes to mind that's kind of what love is for me. Like I'll hear a good song and I'm like, man, I can't stop thinking about, you know, my wife or I'll, I'll watch a movie or I'll see a certain romantic scene in the movie. And it just takes me back to that, to that feeling of wanting to be with her and being around her. Um, I don't know, man. They're like, I, I get asked that all the time. Like, what is, what does love mean? And it's, it's a feeling for me. Like I can't really describe it. I, I know it when it happens. I'm, I'm, very in tune with my feelings. I'm not the type of person to, you know, just say I love you out of the blue, out of nowhere. You know, earlier, like when I was like, I don't think I've ever been the first one to tell someone that I love them. I'm, it usually takes me a little bit because I take that. I take it very seriously. I'm not going to tell you I love you if I don't. I'm not just going to say it just to say it. So if I say that I love you, then it's it's real shit like capital See, L.O.V. This is why I don't understand. We're supposed to be the same sign, but you just don't make any sense. Like, what are you talking about? Nigga, we, we throw love around like it's like it's a dark game or something. That's just <laughs> what we do. Okay. Well, it depends you know on what? where where the spectrum. I mean, are we speaking French? Because I don't I don't know who we is. Who is we, we, me and you. We're one and the same. We are not one and the same. <laughs> we're supposed to be, but you're different. Not even close to one of the same. You know like, what? My friends always used to tell me that my main problem with women is it's like they'll get close to me and I'll quickly swim away. As soon as they fall in love, I just swim away because I'm a Pisces. You, on the other hand, I just don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe you're an Aquarius masquerading around as a Pisces. I don't know. I don't really follow my horoscopes like that so i just oh know, you should I, I mean i know when i was born and i know what it Fake means news. So, I mean, no if you go to l.com l.com is so real i'm telling you the horoscopes at l.com is 100 percent accurate no it's not because accurate. you can substitute every horoscope and be like oh i can relate to no that. Yes, go to can. l.com that shit is right. the most direct. how do you spell it how do you spell it I'm gonna do that. Keep keep talking. Let me let me go to this. Yeah, I, this I, craft. I guess it's it's just me personally. Like that's just the kind of person I am because I I know I know what it's like to have like your heart broken. I know how it is to to be in love with someone and they're just like not giving it back to you. So I I've, I've never wanted to be that kind of person that's like, oh, I love you and I don't really mean it, and it comes back around and that person gets hurt. I'm just that's just not my personality. Or that's not that's not the kind of person I am. So if if I love somebody, then that's that's real. And like I said earlier, it's it's pretty hard for me to describe to describe, you know, how I love somebody and why I love somebody. But it's just a feeling that I have. And, and when I get that feeling, then 
That's when I'll say it. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, before you press four, let me read this daily horoscope <laughs> for Tauruses. All right. You know if you've got what it takes to lead a mission, but you but are others aware of your skills? Don't let your magic live on as a secret power, Taurus. Under Saturday's galvanizing Sun-Jupiter mashup, seek out opportunities to advance your professional status. It's not rude to ask people, so what do you want what do you want to do for a living? Don't be shy about marketing yourself. And dress the part. Your Venus ruled size nose has powerful aesthetics can be. On Saturday, your ruling star, charismatic Venus, swoops into Pisces and electrifies your collaborative zones until March 6th. Friendly hangouts lead to auspicious business partnerships for single bulls, love connections. But don't wait for them to fall on your lap. Check out a new dating app or chat up strangers when you're out and about. Couples will double their fun by mixing up and socializing or volunteering as a twosome. You get the fuck out of here with this bullshit <laughs> talk. Are you serious? It's so true. Are you Hello, we're Bruh, what first we of doing? all. First what of all, this is a first of all, this is, we were marketing about first the of all, first of all, the advertisement under this is for think period proof underwear. So this is clearly a women's site. So I don't know what the hell's <laughs> going on with this. This, this ain't it. This ain't it, bro. Whatever. It's so oh true. You know what? You might be banned from the podcast for even having me click on this, Shut on this filthy website. A dive, a deep dive into the gram of Olympic hotties. Bruh, come on, man. I'm done. You done, you done derailed the whole podcast with this foolishness. <laughs> Nobody told you to go look right now. I, I, I was curious. All right. Yeah. Uh, so with me, um, um, my definition is whatever the, uh, what does the Bible say about love? Hold on. Oh Lord! You know that like love is patient, love is kind thing. Love yeah, is, yeah, you know, yeah. All that jazz. That's, yeah, that's what. That's what I mean, that, that that's <laughs> all the easiest. That jazz. <laughs> all that. All that. Wow. That's the, that's the easiest way to describe love, but uh, you know that's the most cliche. Right, here, you know, we like, here we go. Let's, let's wedding talk. proposal kind of you know <laughs> wedding reception way of describing love. Shout out to occasion Dallas kid. I'm sure he has this memorized. So we'll go to 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 5. Is this what it's like? Y'all do a Bible study? This is what y'all do? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then I beat his ass in Madden. Love is patient. Love is kind. It is not envy. It is not boast. It is not proud. It is not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. And it keeps no records of wrong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Preach. Amen. Thank you, Amen. Thank you, base God. Thank you, base Amen. God. Praise him. So that's what we're rolling with. But uh not everybody's it's different for everybody, man. There's there's no set definition. Like all these things are kind of abstract. Like people make definitions and make horoscopes, they make paths, they make you know guidelines for how things should be. But every every everything is everything for everybody, man. Everybody's life is different, everybody's situations are different. So uh, my thing I want you to get out of this is don't let people box you in, you know, do whatever you do to make you happy. You know, if you and your, let, let's say Adolphus and his partner are, you know, in the swinger, swingers parties and that's what makes them happy, then God bless them. Just, you know, wrap Shout out up. to the ATL orgy. We will be there. I'm just hey. gold dust. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, hey. ATL orgy part gold slicks are out of my mouth. Yep. <laughs> so, I was waiting for your confirmation. Thank you. Yes. Make Thank sure you wear make sure you wear a go a GoPro so we can all get the, the 4K. 
the 4K experience. KJ the Dallas kid is going to be there too. Shout out to KJ. Get that nigga laid. Get that nigga laid immediately. Immediately. But yeah. I will I will say on the whole love thing, the most important thing is going to sound hella corny. But if you don't love yourself, you're not going to be able to love anybody else. You have to love yourself first. That's the most important thing you got to do. Because if you're looking for someone to fill that void of love that you should be feeling, then it's you're not going to work. Yeah, you're setting yourself up for failure and you're setting that person up to you're putting the expectations up so high that they're not able to fulfill them. And then both y'all are unhappy. So don't go looking for love if you don't love yourself first. And I, I, that's probably yeah. like in a, in a Oprah book or Steve Harvey or something. Oh, my gosh. I was actually in a book I was just reading, which Oprah uh, endorses. So <laughs> go figure. It was The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. And I believe I gave you. I believe you I gave you that book. You hey, about time you read you. it because it's a great book. I've been ready. I told you I already read it. Um, you should have read and it that again. was. <clears throat> I mean, I was reading it. I should reread it. Um, mm-hmm. But I was reading it during a time where it was pivotal. Anyway, so that was a key area where it's talking about just expectations for your partner. Like, don't go in and already box somebody into what you expect them to be because that's what you want your love to be or whatever. So, like, don't go and get a dog when in reality you want a cat. And, you know, where a cat is just kind of self-sufficient. You don't have to do all these extra maintenance things. And then you get a dog and then you're all upset because you have to walk him and do needs extra attention and love and things like that. And if that's the case, like, go out and get what you really wanted, which was a cat. Um, and there's another section to where he was talking about basically having your own happiness and not giving your happiness to somebody else because that's a lot of responsibility for that other person to have to maintain. And in reality, that shouldn't be the case because what happens when that person is gone? Like you shouldn't give all your happiness to somebody. And it kind of ties back into loving yourself first before you love somebody else because it should be, in my opinion, love should be like a mutual thing. It's like a spiritual connection you guys are on the same wave you're on the same length and uh it's not about being physical like i mean that's gonna come but it's not about the physical attraction necessarily and connection it's more about that spiritual aspect there's no competition there's no uh extra bantering there's no extra pressures because you understand each other so when you love yourself and you understand how you want to be loved and you're talking to your partner and you understand how they want to be loved, then you guys should be able to communicate that effortlessly. But that's only going to come if you understand yourself. That was beautifully said. Well said. I agree. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've been meditating. I went to yoga. You had to replenish your chakra. Yes, I did. I did. Shout out to uh, Crafty Cake. Definitely. You know what? Shout out to Sweet Aroma 26 who took me to yoga and left me there to die knowing I was severely <laughs> overweight dehydrated. So thank you. Was it hot yoga? No, it wasn't even hot. It was, it was beginner's <laughs> yoga. Yoga's I put, no I put joke, a muscle yo. on my back. I was like, come on, man. Yeah, I, I definitely want to get into yoga at some point, though. But yeah, man, just... uh. You know, if you like this advice, advice you can hit up uh, El Chapa on, at whatever her Twitter at is because I don't memorize it because I don't really care because she gets on Twitter maybe three days a week. So uh, at El Chapa twenty seven. Hey, 
Yeah, so um, <laughs> and that's and that's terrible. So segue into El Shop, but she does her uh, weekly section part of podcast that is called Wine It Out. It's, it's it's particularly for ladies. So if you're a lady on Twitter, or out in the internet world, definitely give her a follow on Twitter. Definitely chop it up with her. She can definitely give you advice. So we're gonna let her jump in and do her thing real quick. Okay, so my Twitter handle is definitely just at El Chapo. There's no number, but that was cute. Um, <laughs> this week's wine is going to be 14 Hands. It's a Cabernet, uh, 2015. This one is bold. So, um, as most cabs are. So, if you're new to wine, like I always try to give out pointers for people who are new to wine because it's pretty overwhelming when you're in the wine section of the liquor store and such and you don't know where to pick. Uh, but this one is very bold. And you definitely taste the espresso and the spice that comes along with it. It kind of warms your soul. So really good with some steak. With some red meat, this will be on point, like some traditional like, like steak and potatoes type shit. You'll like that. All right. So this week's wine is going to go into what I'm sure so many. Oh, shout out to NY Rissa because we've talked about this before. There's a meme. She sent it to me. Um, So it's, it's just been coming up a lot, girl. So I had to let this out. I couldn't hold it. These men out here on the streets, and we kind of talked about it before as far as catcalling, but it's not even so much catcalling or just trying to get the girl's attention. It's about the guys. Like, I'm just walking, minding my own business. And, oh, ma, smile. Why are you not smiling? You should smile. Maybe you should mind your fucking business. How about that? How about you just leave me alone? I'm minding my business, walking, getting to where I'm going, and you over here in my face, I don't, I don't know you. I don't care for you. What are you doing to make me smile? Let me ask you that. What are you going to do to make me smile? I don't want you to do anything to make me smile. I want to mind my own fucking business like I was doing. I'm going to keep walking. Period. Number one. Number two. Now because Valentine's Day is coming up, there's a lot of these guys that are a lot more bold and just out here assuming shit. Oh, he must be a really lucky guy. Oh, shut up. Just shut up. Just shut up. I just look at this man and I gave him the dirtiest look that walked away. He's just like, uh, uh. And everybody's laughing. But it was just so annoying. Leave girls alone. If she's a pretty girl, you want to compliment her? Compliment her. Be respectful. Be nice about it. And I'm sure she won't be stupid to you. But when you're out here assuming her business, oh, you're about to have a good Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day I bet. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. That's how I feel about it. So, so all you guys who are out here, so talking to girls that way, trying to get their attention, be respectful. Don't go out here trying to tell me what to do. Like, fucking smile. How about you suck it? Maybe that'll make me smile. Why don't you do it right now? Like, I don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. And that's my wine. I, I see you've been reading uh, Miss Slim Bella's tweets with your, with your I, I haven't. I haven't. You Is that to. how she talks? Shout out to the I, god, the goddess, the queen, Miss Slim Bella. Yeah, I, I went we're on friends. her page. We're friends on Twitter now. <laughs> Yo, I went on her page. I can't, what did, what did she tweet out? She was like, I want head every day. Yeah, she, she said, I, I want head every day or something like that. <laughs> and I was scrolling through the comments. <laughs> <laughs> and then some dude with his dick all the way out. I'm like, bro, what are you doing, man? The man said, DM me. I was like, bro. <laughs> Oh hey, and the thing is, after she just said she won't expose the DMs, like, bruh, just hit the DMs with that. Come on. Yeah, stop. Uh, guys on Twitter, and I'm, I'm not a, I guess this is, I will uh, channel my El Chapa. Don't, don't embarrass yourself the timeline, man. If you're going to shoot your shot, let them expose you in the DMs and make them look like a sicko. 
because y'all y'all can't be out here embarrassing yourselves in public. Everybody can see this. Everybody can see y'all's thirst and <laughs> filthy tweets and suggestive tweets. Like, bro, come on, dog. Y'all are dopes. Like, come on, dog. Your game can't. Wait, be whoa, 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 wait, wait, whoa, whoa. You can see our suggestive followers. Or wait, what, what was that? No, 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 I'm just saying you can see their oh, okay. su- suggestive tweets. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like a 2018. Men have no shame. But the thing is, though, the reason that people do stuff like that is because it's worked. So there's obviously somebody out there that's giving people play off uh, suggestive ads and mentions. So, hey, remember, what, you know what? I, I'm not going to expose the name, but remember when we were in another chat and we were talking about that guy that we know, and like it was like a whole thread on Facebook that he sent his dick pic to almost oh, every yeah, black bro. woman in his class <laughs> for the Whoa. school year of 2007. I was like, what in the world? Just no shame. Just hopped on the Snapchat. I'm going to shoot Hail Marys all day. Whoever bites, they bite. Um, As far as the smiling thing, I kind of hate that too. It's because it's almost like people, they want to force you to feel good. And it's like, hey, you know, sometimes... I want to sit here and just have a straight face and chill and listen to my music or I don't always have to smile. I'm not your jigaboo or your dancing coon. That's, that's how I feel about it. But um, yeah, definitely. If you're on Twitter, watch out for anything that has to do with Slim Bella. She's uh, definitely out of control and wild. She's like the younger female version of myself. Thank you. Oh Lord. Wow. Yeah. I've, I've, also been told to smile by people and I don't I don't really appreciate that. Like I know I have a nice smile because I had braces for a while. But if I'm just <laughs> if I'm walking down the street or if I'm just at work or I'm like listening to music or something, then my face is just normal. Like what you want me to just sit around and smile all day? Like I'm not like, like don't just be you? Don't like, be weird. Don't be weird. Like come yeah. on man. Don't it's not like it's a picture and all my pictures I'm posting with like an angry face or some shit. And you want to like, I don't know, check on me. Like, hey, you should stop or, or, you know, what's wrong or something like that. It's not pictures. It's literally just me minding my own fucking business, walking, getting to where I need to get to. And you think just because you think I'm cute, I should smile for you. No, no, that's not how it works. Fuck off. How about that? That'll make me smile. Well, that was uh, pretty, pretty, pretty uh, informative, I guess. So, guys, <laughs> if you're going to come at us shopping the DMs, come correct. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, screenshot your bank account. Uh, <laughs> maybe your shoe size. She might give you some play. Screenshot that plane ticket confirmation. Exactly. Like, yo, let me get that social security number, ma. Let me get that. Let me get that yeah. government, ma. Let me get you, let me get you out of here. So. <laughs> it's birthday, not social. Whatever. Oh my bad. I, I don't. I've never been flown out. You know what I'm saying. I don't. I don't I'm not. A, I'm not a bad. Drake says it in his song. It's his full name and birthday. That would. Ass, that would assume that I listen to Drake on a regular basis, which is Whatever. completely false. So, but yeah. But one more thing uh, before we close out. So it is Black History Month. Uh, a couple of days. Let's see. I, this Thursday will be the release of the highly anticipated Black Marvel movie, Black Panther. It's, it's caused a big rift in uh, social media and even real life because, first of all, white people think this is like the end of the world. This is like the anti-crisis movie. 
uh, this is some anti-white movie or something like that. I saw a post on, uh, somebody sent me a post, actually shout out to KJ Dallas, he sent me a post on Facebook. I'm gonna pull it up right now, specifically read what this says and show you how ridiculous, ridiculous people are. Where is it at? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, somebody say something while I look for this. Yeah, people are definitely going to be up in arms about this uh, Black Panther movie. Just off the strength of the title itself, like a movie called Black Panther, knowing the history of this country and the blank Black Panther Party movement, people probably tend to get those two confused and not really understanding the difference between the two and a lot of people don't even really know what the Black okay. Panther Party stood for. I found it. So, KJ Dallas has sent me a Facebook group called, and this group has 2002 members, Christians Against Black Panther Movie, Boycott Now. Now, All right. Welcome, my fellow followers of the Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining our fight against the sinful movie that is the Black Panther. As everybody knows by now, Marvel was acquired by the liberal mega propaganda machine, Disney. That's right, the same company that owns CNN, ABC, and our nation's biggest distraction, ESPN. They're always trying to push their views on us as well as blatant racism. The racism is well-documented going back to the 1930s. Just check out our videos on YouTube. This year, they've gone too far. They're bringing out a movie glorifying the known hate group, the Black Panthers. We will not stand for this. We will boycott, protest, and spread the word of Jesus to these monsters at the Big Mouse Ear Corporation. They are evil. Again, thanks for joining our cause. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. So, first and foremost, no, what do you, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to ask, are those the people that you go to Bible study with? Damn. Uh, we go, I'm just curious. We go to a different church. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so in... All right, so that's the, the one extreme. And then the other stream is black people, right? All right, cool. I get it. It's great that black people are going to support this movie. I actually was uh, dragging my feet, trying to get tickets late, and I found that that was very difficult, very difficult to get on open night. So I actually see it uh, the day after at like 11 p.m. But with that being said, black at people- 11 p.m.? Bruh, it's, it's out of control. Is that <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, so black people were kind of, I mean, they're supporting it, it's selling out, but some people are making this out to be like this is a big movement and this is like the greatest thing for black people ever. This is the greatest black movie ever. Like, I get it, it's cool. The cast is mainly probably 99% black, the director Ryan Coogler is black, yep all black leads for the most part with the exception of I think two white characters. But guys, at the end of the day, it is a Marvel movie. It's not I mean it might have some 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 importance to it, but it's not like the, the revolution. Like this is this is not this is not gonna change anything. Let's let's keep it a buck. Like I'm excited for this movie. It's great for the young black kids to have you know a hero to look up to, a fictional hero at that, but this ain't this ain't all that. It's not that serious. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the issues with like social media. Like when something happens, it's either 
the worst thing in the world where you have these quote unquote Christians boycotting it, or you have, you know, other people saying like, Hey, this is going to, you know, set black people forward. This is going to help end racism or prejudice and, you know, change the world for us. And it's, it's not going to do that either. We, with social media, it's, it's on two extremes and we need to get back into the middle area. Cause like this movie, it's, it's, it is a big deal. You know what I'm saying? It's, but it's not life changing because it is one of those movies that's going to open a lot of doors for other, you know, black heroes and other, you know, the people that are writing this movie, directing this movie, starring in this movie, uh, even doing like the costume, costume designing, producing that could help those people get other jobs to, you know, put out other black projects, you know, helping, you know, change how we look at movies. So instead of another <clears throat> typical, you know, white superhero movie or another white woman in a blonde wig type movie, you know, we can have more Proud Mary movies, you know, another movie like uh, instead of rebooting like Shaft or something like that, we can have other black heroes in movies, but it's, it's not, it's not going to set us free. This is like, like you said, this isn't the revolution, but it, it it's, it is also important for young black kids to see Black Panther on the TV screen because most kids that are younger, they weren't old enough to see like Blade and uh, like Meteor Man or none of that. Like they didn't, they weren't alive during those times. So for this time right now, Black Panther is the black superhero. So it's, it's going to be cool for them to be able to go to the theater and see themselves on the big screen to, you know, when Halloween comes around, Hey, I'm going to be, T'Challa this year instead of Captain America again. You know, I'm I'm actually a little envious of other people with older kids because I I can't I can't I can't take my kids to go see this movie because they're too young. But I will take like my my godsons and nieces and nephews to go see it so they can see themselves on the big screen because that stuff is important. You know, like a kid could see this movie and say like, you know what, I'm gonna be. A leader, like I'm not gonna go out, go out and be like a superhero, but you know what? I'm gonna step up and I'm gonna be a a leader of the football team, or be a leader in my school, or be a a leader for after school programs, or or anything. But this movie is going to change somebody's life. I'll say that, but it's not going to save us as a collective whole, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, the representation is great, but again, the real. You know, you got to look up to the the real heroes like the Malcolm X's, the Martin Luther King's, the Rosa Parks, just and the, the real people in black history, man. Uh, George I mean, Washington, if, Carver's, innovators. If, if, we're keeping, if we're keeping it a buck, though, how many, people, Barack Obama, how many people like our age didn't fuck with Malcolm X until the movie came out? Like it took that movie coming out for us to go back and read that book. You know what I'm saying? Well, I know, man. I know that was the case. That was the case for me. Like after I saw the movie, I was like, "Holy shit, this dude is the mate!" Like I heard about him, but I didn't really know it was like that. And that movie got me to go read the book. So if a kid sees Black Panther, they might, you know, go back and try to figure out where they come from, see where their ancestry leads to, or or they feel like, hey, because they, they have a, a character in the movie. It's uh it's like his younger sister. She's like the she's basically like Tony Stark. She's just as smart as him. And like a little girl could see that and be like, hey, that girl is creating all these gadgets and, and machines and all this stuff. 
maybe I can do that too. So let me work on school, focus on my studies, and I can be that. I, I just would like to say, uh, back in my day, when it comes to superhero movies, now Blade, I was already a teenager, but I, I wasn't pressed to dress up like Meteor Man for Halloween. I, I didn't want to know any additional information about Meteor Man. I, I damn sure wasn't dressing up like Blank Man or any of those people. So it's kind of like this is on another level when it comes to the kids because they do get their chance, get a chance to see a black superhero and it's not like a comedy or anything like that. Yeah, I understand. Hey, let's pay homage to the real heroes of the world, but it, it, it'd be good to see little black kids wanting to be Black Panther this year instead of Iron Man, Superman, and the rest of the crew. So that that's my take on it. But we I don't know why white people are so up in arms, though. They're yes, really you do. yes, you do. Yes, you do. You know why. Like, did you see Rotten Tomatoes? That one white guy was like, yeah, he wasn't jumping around enough. That's why I didn't rate it 100%. And that's what took it from 100 to 90 Reaching. Reaching. Yeah, that's what he said. He wasn't jumping around beating up guys enough. whoop de doo Word. Whatever. I think this movie definitely, um, and like you're saying, South Beach, it might not make an effective change right now. It's not going to change the climate necessarily as much as we would hope it would right now, but it definitely plants the seeds into our youth, which we talked about a few episodes ago, as far as how important it is to channel and put in a lot of energy towards our youth and making sure that they have a better future than, you know, say what we were going through and what we're going through now. So if these young kids are seeing that now, and they're seeing themselves in those roles and their potential even further when they see it on screen. Not to say that they don't have potential now. We were People aren't telling them that now, but it's a difference when you finally see it on a big screen like that to have that representation. It goes back into planting seeds and securing our future. So the more movies come out like this, I feel the better it would be for our youth. Yeah, shout out to the, the biggest loser of the Black Panther franchise is the... Uh... Anthony Mackie, who plays the Falcon, seems like, damn, dog, I've been riding with y'all for at least two, three movies. I can't get my own solo movie, dog. Like, come on, man. And, and the funny thing about that is in the comic books, uh, his character, the Falcon, actually becomes Captain America at one point in the story, which would never happen in the movies. They would not. That is not going to fly. They would not allow that to happen. So I find that kind of interesting that uh, the Black Panther is hella popular, but I Guarantee if a Falcon movie came out, just because of his character, I don't think there'd be as much fanfare and, uh, you know, hoopla around it. I mean, I understand that the whole kind of thing, the whole black cast is a bit different. But, yeah, it's it's a lot going on. Uh, shout out to Kendrick Lamar for the Black Panther soundtrack, which is uh, pretty, pretty damn good. I know uh, Michael Pratt said it's better than American Gangster. Slow down. Ooh, he said that? S slow down. Ooh. Slow Ooh, down. I'm gonna need to go find that tweet. Oh, I can hear the Perkies calling. S I can hear them Zannies calling. Slow, <laughs> slow down, slow down, buddy. Slow down, guy. I'm just playing. That's the only BS. And, and somebody was trying to say it was a top five movie soundtrack. I'm like, eh, let's slow down with that too because you have excellent soundtracks like Purple Rain, uh, Waiting to Exhale, Waiting to Exhale, um, uh, uh. Uh, what's it called? Dark Horse. And again, Cage of the Dowski is not going to know nothing about this. But 
Sister Act 2, Back in the Heaven, is an excellent soundtrack. It is fire. An excellent, excellent Yay! soundtrack. That, oh is, that gosh, is in my top five. Thing. Yeah, the so best. definitely go check that out. But to close out on a lighter note, a shout out to the homie on Twitter, JJ3 at JEA3 underscore. Uh, he definitely he definitely got the Twitters the Twitter sphere in a in a tizzy, uh, so I'm gonna I'm just going to read, uh, quote what this picture says. I'm gonna describe it to you. I'm thinking about putting it as the cover art. I'm about to edit some words out of there, but I'm I'm gonna read in quotations and I'm gonna describe this picture. So, if you haven't seen the Black Panther poster, it has a uh, T'Challa with his hands up. He's looking down, and under it it says, you know, blah blah blah, Black Panther. So somebody on Twitter has the same picture. His hands are up. They superimposed a watermelon in his hands. <laughs> in the description, it says, his father's legacy is unknown. <laughs> and wow. my quotation, instead of Black Panther, it says, nigger man. <laughs> Shout out to nigger man. <laughs> Bruh, this dude, this picture had this picture uh, had 4,290 retweets and 762 likes. Geez. It had 646 comments. And I'm trying to look him up, but I guess he uh he actually had to uh make his page private. He had to change his avi because people were superimposing his face on Black Panther, <laughs> eating the watermelon. Like, people were hella mad. I'm like, yo. I definitely was like, yo, a black person had to make this because it's so funny because people were like, oh, this isn't funny. Uh, you, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're, what is it? You're a sellout. Coon. You're a sellout. <laughs> you don't know your culture. I'm like, bro, it's a movie. It's it's funny. It's I jokes, get it, man. Like, if, you can't, if, you, if you can't laugh at nigger man, like, it's like, because that's what he would say. He's like, yo, just say it out loud. <laughs> It's just so funny. It's impossible like, to say without laughing, though. Again, <laughs> like, yeah, the word is offensive. Again, uh, people, you shouldn't use that word. But it's funny to me. Like, <laughs> even if a white person did make this, I'm like, yo, this is it's too funny to be. It's just too funny. Like, it, it is what it is, man. It's just so, yeah, shout out to him. I, that definitely uh, made my weekend on Twitter. So it was hella funny. Definitely follow him at J-E-A-3 underscore. So. Yeah, so uh, that's it for the podcast this week. Definitely check us out. Uh, shout out to everybody that listens. Oh, yeah, well, song of the week. Uh, my song of the week is going to be, I got two songs a week. My first song of the week is going to be from Ice Cube, right? It's an oldie but a goodie. Uh, I'm pulling it out right now. It is from his album. And there's really only one. Oh, there's two reasons that I want this to be a song of the week. The first reason is, under no circumstances, I don't even think this title could be put out in uh, 2017 or 2018. I'm sorry. It's called America KKK's Most Wanted. And uh, the song that I want y'all to go listen to for two reasons. It is called You Can't Fade Me, right? So the, the premise of the story is Ice Cube was telling a story about how he uh, hooked up with this uh, hooked up with this Butterface in the the backseat of his Impala. And she was ugly to the to the point that he had to put a paper bag over her head while he God was damn. blowing her back out. 
So this happens and he meets up with her, you know, I guess he's out doing his thing. And I guess he runs into her about seven to eight months later. They have a quick conversation, the usual, like, hey, how you been? What's going on? Or oh, your hair do whatnot. And uh, he notices that she's a bit pregnant. And he's like, oh, congratulations. Who's the father? And she's like, you, you the pappy. He's like, what? <laughs> he's like, huh? <laughs> So if you listen to the song, first of all, this song is terrible. Like the lyrics of this song is horrible. At one point, he talks about uh, looking for a hanger, (laughs) kicking her in the stomach. Oh, man. 90s rap. (laughs) Yeah. So the the funny part to me is if you listen to the song, at the point where she tells him that he's the father of the baby, he says he drops his brew. And the clarity of the audio of, of this beer bottle breaking is like the purest sound I've ever heard in my life. I was like, yo, that was excellent. Like, excellent recording right there. So it's kind of hilarious. So go check that song out. It's called uh, You Can't Fade Me. And actually, the end skit is hella funny, too. It's dude talking about robbing people at the drive through Like, California accents, like, uh, they're, they're hilarious. Like, we see Menace Society, how they talk, like, $5, Buster, like, stuff like that. That's just funny to me. I guess it's funny how... Uh, Funny to them, like how Southern people talk. It's just funny to me. Anywho, the second song is going to be from uh, the Black Panther album. Uh, it is a song called The Ways. It is by Khalid. Khalid? Khalid, is that saying it right? Khalid, yeah. Khalid and Sway Lee from uh, Ray Schremer. That song is excellent. I, I actually am going to go check out this Khalid character. I've heard about him, but this song has actually enticed me to listen to him. And, and, and this makes me excited for the, what is it, a triple album that uh, Ray Shrimmer is going to do? Because uh, Sway Lee is super talented. So it's called The Ways. Definitely go check that out. It is a uh, hell of fire. So, Marcus, what, what do you got? Uh, just on the. Spelling America with the triple K's. Joey Badass did that with his album, All American Badass. He had America spelled that way. And well, they're, they're not the same caliber of artists, though. No, uh, yeah, well, yeah. B- back then it was like he was with he was like kicking it with Fair. Yeah, he, like, he's out. He was on some next level stuff. Like fresh out of NWA and like yeah, really. And they was wild. Shit. And they was wild now too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, nineties rap. Yeah, it's problematic to say the least. <laughs> But uh, the song, the song that I'm gonna go with is by an artist called Her, and the song is called My Song. And if you haven't heard of her, you guys are severely sleeping on her because she is a talented singer, talented songwriter. She's she doesn't really sound. She's not really like new school. Like she doesn't have a lot of. She's not busy. Like her songs aren't busy. There's not a lot of stuff going on. It's very simple, um, and it's very it'll touch you emotionally. Like if you listen to the song, and like if you just don't do anything, turn the lights down low and just listen to that song, I guarantee you will feel something. And she is right up there with the likes of like SZA and Sid and even old school singers like Brandy and Monica. But she's not as out there like a Beyonce. And I feel like she should be getting just as much uh, publicity as like SZA, Solange, and all those, you know, any R&B singer out there. She's she's a great singer. She's a great songwriter. This is a beautiful song. It's, it's longer than most songs. It's over five minutes, but it's 
well worth the wait, you know, and her, uh, she dropped two mixtapes and then condensed those mixtapes into an album. And the album was kind of long, but all the songs are excellent. So hopefully her follow-up album is just as great and she gets a little bit more notoriety. Uh, it seems like she's trying to, she's actively avoiding the spotlight because in like her music videos, she doesn't show her face. She doesn't really put her name out there. She's not really visible like that. And so she's kind of doing this whole mysterious thing, which is... So she's a black Sia. Yeah, that's okay. that's that's pretty much what it is, yeah. And I, I I love her as an artist, even though like I just heard of her like maybe two years ago. But yeah, it's called My Song, and it's great. Real quick, hot take: uh, See the table was better than Lemonade. So I'm just gonna go get out of here. Go and put that out there. Whoa! And 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 I will go as far as to say is that even if Beyonce remade that album, it wouldn't be better than Solange singing on that album. So that's my hot take. That's a trash take. It's, that it's was not a trash stupid. Take. That was it's, so unnecessary and stupid. It's not stupid. It's the truth. I I've listened to. It's your I, opinion. I, not no, it's not my opinion. It's not the truth. What makes it the truth? Because you think so? No. Yes, I I am the truth. Shut the fuck. I'm up. I'm the truth and the light. <laughs> I've, Shut I've up been to listening Paul Pierce on Paul Pierce Day. Fuck Paul Pierce. <laughs> trash Whoa, ass nigga. Fuck Paul hey, Pierce. Yeah. He has Dang, a man. nice smile. That nigga's garbage. Paul Pierce? Fuck that Paul nigga. Pierce has a nice smile. Do you know who yeah. Paul Pierce is? Yes, I do. I'm so fucking over you. I'm so fucking over I'm you. I'm just making sure Paul Pierce, he, he got some issues with his beard. Like He's got a lot of problems going on. I like. said he has a nice <laughs> smile. I know what I said. Okay, well, anywho, yeah, that's, that's my hot <laughs> take for the week. But yeah, man, uh, shout out to everybody who listens. Uh, we appreciate y'all checking us out. Definitely drop a review on Apple Apple Podcasts. We've been at 36 for a while, you know what I'm saying? Just take a second, click rate, and just drop us a bar. Be like, hey, man, those podcasts hella fire. That's it. That takes a second, doesn't hurt you, doesn't cost you nothing. So we appreciate y'all rocking with us. Uh, that's all I got. So El Chapo, you got any shout outs before we close this out? Um. I feel like I did, but I forgot. I suck. Mm. <laughs> well, God bless. Oh, actually, uh, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. I want to shout uh, out the homie, the new homie. Where is she? I'm very unprepared, but it is what it is. As usual. Oh, I remember mine. Shout out to Germanda. Oh, oh girl, I'm so sorry. You know my memory. Germanda. Um, that Germanda. Sounds, like a, sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're so disrespectful. You keep fucking around. Jermander, I choose you. <laughs> She's going to cut you. Keep it up. Um, anywho, shout out to her for giving us a listen and giving me some feedback and critiques for the show. I definitely appreciate it. I read all of those when people hit us up via DM, letting me know. Um, so shout out to you and thank you, Mr. Fates. That's all I got. Mm. That is uh that is great. And where is can, I, can I give a shout out to the uh to the former firm, former president of the United States, Barack Hussein Obama, for growing out his beard? My God. Woo! My God, man. What is he doing? <laughs> Living life. 
Jesus. Like, I thought that was Photoshop. I, did too. I, I didn't know if that was real or not. I, yeah, I, did, I was like, did, did someone Photoshop a beard on this dude? Like, this dude looks amazing. Like, he got out of the White House and just glowed up on all of us. Mm-hmm. Like, he's that ex that got away. That's like the ex that you, <laughs> the ex that you broke up with, and now she's getting in shape. You know what I'm saying? Like, she got a better yeah, yeah, job. Yeah. She got a nicer car. You're like, what the fuck? How did this happen? And you're just stuck with, like, just single, just out here struggling on plentyoffish.com. But yeah, Barack Obama is looking great. And I, I, I appreciate him. That's that is that is what I strive to look like in my forties and fifties. That's that, the man's incredible. Like, good God, man. Yeah. Uh shout out to La Greatness at underscore Rev Run. She has a podcast called Between the Lines. She does a lot of sports and she is also from the great city of Augusta. So shout out to you. So definitely hold it down when you're doing your thing. Uh She's uh, her specialty is basketball. Her podcast is actually really good, so definitely check her out. Drop a review. So, but again, this is committee podcast, we out. Peace. <laughs>